Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Talk Jala, a podcast series by Weird Kaya. So I'm your host, Sarah Yo, and today we have a very special guest with us. So she's actually one of the interns um, who is currently undergoing her internship at Weird Kaya. Her name is Alicia. So um, today she's actually going to be featured on today's episode. So everyone, let's just give a very warm welcome to Alicia. Yay, hello. Hey, Alicia. All right, okay. Now, I have to admit that I don't really know a lot about you because um, we haven't met in real life yet um, due to, you know, COVID and we, both of us being in um, different locations. So, um, don't mind me if I were to ask you a very simple question so that I can learn a little bit more about you. Yeah, sure. Okay, right. I'm just going to start off with something that um, I think all of us has gone through. Um, how was your schooling life like? Like, you know, secondary school. Like, if someone were to ask you, how was your schooling life? How would you describe it? Wow. Takes me back to like four years ago when I graduated. Um, my schooling life was kind of hectic because I studied in a Chinese independent school. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you had to really put in the extra work. And basically, I find myself studying almost every day. Besides, you know, study is study. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard it's quite, it's quite pressuring to, to study at a Chinese independent school. Is that, is that true compared to like uh, national type schools? Mm, it was more pressure for me because my Chinese was not very good to begin with. So I struggled <laughs> a bit with the language. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> you better not meet those ultra Chinese where they say you're a disgrace to the to the Chinese people, you know, you don't deserve to be Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that a lot while I was there. Mm, okay, alright. So now that you mentioned that you were in the Chinese independent school. Um, you had to choose which stream you had to go to, right? Because I'm not sure whether um, Chinese independent schools, do they actually practice um, the same kind of, um, what I would like to call, quote-unquote, separation method, where, you know, when you go to national type schools, when you're in Form 4, you will have to pick between science or art stream. Um, did you have to do the same thing at a Chinese independent school? We had to do that. During Form 4, mm-hmm. so our, our, yeah, we were separated into basically two types, uh, science and non-science, which we call the business stream. Mm. So I was in like the pure business stream, meaning that I didn't take geography, history. Mm-hmm. I Instead, I took econs, business and accounting. Yeah, uh-huh. So that was me. How about you? For me, I also, um, I went to an art stream. Okay, so um, for, for all of you that actually um, listened to the first episode of our podcast, um, I did share a little bit about my um, education background where I was actually homeschooled. And then I went back to um, a national type school in Form 4 in order to prepare for SPM. So at that time, um, I had to pick then, then uh, which stream I want to go to. And I went for arts because I was looking at the science and I was like, oh my God, um, I'm not sure whether with this little amount of time, am I able to take on the three sciences uh, at maths? And you know those super complicated subjects because I admit I'm not a very um, intelligent person. <laughs> so I actually went for art stream. And I actually now when I'm older, I actually kind of regretted not going to science stream because um, I actually wanted to be a vet. Yeah, 
I actually wanted to be a vet, but I was too lazy. I was... Oh, man, it's like... Every time I, I, I think back about my about this life decision, I always I, I there's a there's a hint of regret in me like, like why didn't I go to science stream? Because my passion was clearly in animals, like, but I now it's history already. Yeah, I I can't turn back time. So yeah, I went to art stream and I was placed in the second last class where you know we learned uh what is it uh? BM we call it perdagangan. What is it in English? I forgot. <laughs> Commerce, right? Or Trade. Oh, trading, yeah. yeah. Commerce, Commerce e- economics, yeah. I think, yeah, it was somewhere along those lines. So, yeah, I was in the second last class. And, um, yeah, okay. So, the reason why um, I actually asked you this question is because um, I actually stumbled upon a, a video, a TikTok video, actually, of this uh, Vietnamese-American girl where she actually filmed herself um, of her talking to her parents, you know, telling them like, you know, hey, mom and dad, I actually want to tell you that I want to major in arts. And, well, let's just say their reaction wasn't what she expected. It it was kind of, uh, it was kind of heartbreaking to see um, their reaction. Did you, did you happen to see the video as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the video. It was the one where the girl was crying at the dinner table, right? Yeah, yeah, the ones where her parents told her, like, you know, you got to stop dreaming, you need to face reality. It's like, who on earth takes arts an art major as a career choice? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah what was your reaction towards it? Uh, I felt quite sorry for the girl. I mean, she was, she was just, like, having her dinner and then her parents started bashing her about it her art major decision uh. and so I mean they said some quite hurtful words mm. I mean it might have been the reality but I, f- I feel like it was um, kind of stereotypical for the parents to say that um, you can't survive you know with a um, being an art major in the world mm, yeah okay so I'm pretty sure this um, scenario is not foreign to anyone who has been who has actually chosen to take the art stream um, path. And especially if you're Asian, I think this is an everyday occurrence. Like it doesn't have to be education. It can be any life, um, any major life decisions that our parents may not um, agree with. But for today, we're just going to focus more on the educational side. So based on my observation, students who often choose to go into art stream whether it whether it's due to circumstances or their own personal interests, they are often um, immediately labeled as useless and dumb. For some reason, you know, when you tell people, oh, I'm an art stream student, their first reaction will be like, eh, why art stream? Why not go to science stream? It's like, you know, you have, you know, it's like, you know, all the smart people are there. Why do you want to, you know, mingle with all these, uh, not like, you know, these substandard kind of, people where they have no drive they have no no future like, basically yeah why i mean why do you think such stereotypes exist um i think cause science graduates yeah science students probably have career paths that are more professional like they come out becoming doctors or like engineers things like that mm-hmm. and then those kind of jobs are like professional jobs like you need to like get years of training to have those jobs so I that one that kind of jobs is considered more 
um good lah, you know, parents will look at. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So So that's why mm. maybe some people think that um art students are just like okay, mediocre students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you must be like the bad kid or you must be bad at studying, you know. That's why you choose to lazy. go to art stream. Yeah, lazy. You know, these are the kind of labels that I've seen being put on students whenever they go to the art stream when they are at Form 4 or Form 5. Now, you mentioned just now that you went to a pure art stream um, back in your, mm. um, you know, secondary school years. Did you have any unpleasant experiences? Uh... I actually I did not maybe because I was in a Chinese independent school, so I guess the syllabus is different from uh maybe yeah like other homeschool or you know international school government school whatever. So um my only unpleasant experience probably would be um friends asking me like hey you so smart cause cause I was like um like one of the top students during my first to third year uh, from one to form three years wow in high school. damn in, in our fourth year we had to choose <laughs> so in our fourth year, fourth year we, had to, we had to choose all my friends in my class like basically went to science stream mm. yeah and then it was just like me and another girl who decided to go to like the business stream and then people was like Alicia you're so smart like <laughs> why don't you go science stream you go business for what you know so I, I just had to like kind of deal with these kind of questions like every now and then but besides that I felt I felt like um I didn't regret my decision because I was never into science and actually my parents are okay with it like mm. most of like even my, my siblings what we're doing now is all like business related so I guess not very stereotypical like most parents would think I, I mean at least at least I did econs, you know. I felt I find like if you're doing econs, mm-hmm. it kind of makes it better. Really? For some reason, yeah. How so? Yeah. I'm curious. Like if you tell if you tell people like, oh, I'm a business student majoring in econs, like somehow, it's it's better. Yeah, people will be like, oh, you're studying econs. Okay, cool. You know, okay. kind of a different reaction. You know, mm. from telling them like, oh, okay, I'm like a. Uh, mass comm student or something are you insulting me <laughs> because i majored in mass comm <laughs> no no i'm just joking i'm just joking i'm just joking By no means. <laughs> i'm just joking okay yeah right oh Maybe you want you want to share some stories Okay, so for me, um, I like I mentioned just now, um, I actually went to art stream, and I was in the second last class, and I would say. I, I personally did not uh, receive any um, negative uh, comments or whatsoever it is, but I noticed my classmates did. And it was quite obvious in the way how the teachers treated us. Like whenever they talk about the, you know, whenever the teachers, some teachers, they teach both the science and the art stream students, okay, due to the subject. So it's like when that same teacher talks about the science uh, stream students, you can tell that there's a lot of adoration, a lot of praise for them and whatnot. But then when it came to us, my class and the the, the class that was way back, you know, the, the one that terpaling renda and all those kind of stuff. So it's like you can tell there's a change of attitude. 
there's a change of tone as well. And the words they used to describe us was pretty pretty demeaning. Like they would say, Oh, you guys are lazy, you guys don't put in effort. Like look at the science students, look at how hardworking they are. And to me I felt that wasn't fair because in in my class itself, I've seen a few of my classmates doing really hard. Like they really try their best. It's just that for some reason they just couldn't produce the results that they hoped for. And I think this kind of words that's being used by people in authority, be it teachers or even parents, I think it sort of like builds into the stereotype of, you know, art stream equals to dumb, art stream equals to no future, art stream equals to disgrace to the family. You know, so I think this is like a very vicious cycle that, um, you know, Students often find themselves in whenever they say, I want to go to art stream because I don't, my passion is not in science. So yeah, this is my experience as an art stream student. Like I really felt very sorry for my classmates and um, I don't think it's fair for, for teachers to just um, label them as such because everyone, I believe everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Like, I don't think um, whether you're in an art stream or a science stream defines who you are. It's it really depends. It's really dependent on your skill set. Art stream and art stream and science stream to me is just a, a sort of category, you know, just for the sake of you know deciding what um what career you're going to venture into. Yeah. So mm. that was my experience about it. Yeah. Hmm. For me. My, my teachers were like really supportive. Again, maybe because I was in Chinese independent school, my teachers were not the same. Ah. I, oh. I think because like our teachers, we, they, not the same teacher doesn't teach science and arts mm, for me. Mm, mm, mm. So if the, if the teacher is, is teaching arts, then they, they don't usually enter the science student's floor, you know, that, that yeah, their floor. So mm. for me, uh, my teachers never compared us with the science student and most of the business teachers that I meet, my accounting teacher, business teacher, and econ teacher were all quite good. Yeah, I would say. So, I mean, because because they were good at teaching, so it it actually made me even more interested in the subject. And yeah, it helped me to score better results as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think now that you mentioned, I think the way how teachers handle uh, their students, I think the words that they say, actually has a very powerful role because like what I mentioned just now, whenever the teachers made this kind of very disparaging remarks about um, students in the art stream, I, you can tell that it really eats into them. It really damages their, their self-esteem. You know, it's like, it, it's like you're reinforcing the idea like, you know, even the teachers see that I'm worthless. So what's the point of trying anymore? You know? So again, it's like a vicious cycle. If no one is going to break that a negative habit of stereotyping and labeling, uh, no one's going to get any better. No one's going to see the point of, um, you know, trying to forge a path for themselves, something that they're passionate in. And yeah, I just want to move into the into the clip itself because um, it went viral. As I mean, you know, and because to me, I find it super relatable. And I would say that this is a common. Um, struggle among Asian families for some reason. I don't think you will find this kind of uh, challenges in Western families because 
I don't know whether is it true for 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 uh, all Western families, but I would say in a general sense, Western families tend to be more supportive. You know, they're like, okay, honey, if this is what you want to do, follow your heart, follow your dreams. But then when it comes to Asian parents, you're like, no, you know, you have to do this. You know, if you take that path, you have no future. You know, sometimes parents might even threaten to disown their own children as well. So those are extreme cases. But for Asian families as a whole, they normally frown upon. Um, they normally frown, frown upon decisions where they feel it's like you know diverts from a more quote unquote promising path, according to them. So a lot of Asian youngsters actually said that you know wow this this clip is so relatable to me like. I literally see myself in her. Do you feel the same way as well after watching it? Um, I I couldn't really relate to her, to be honest. Oh. Um, her, her kind of arts is creative arts. Mm. So she does like video editing, uh, creating in a Photoshop, things like that. But then for me, my kind of arts is, yeah, like right now I'm a I'm an econs major. So our kind of art is different. Um, but... I, I, I didn't relate to her in that sense, but I felt the pain, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, the, yeah. like I, I just put myself in her shoes. If I were her, my parents said that to me, it would be like kind of hurtful because, yeah. And I feel like Asian Asian parents are more uncertainty avoidant, like according to like Hofstadt's, Hofstadt's yeah, the, the rule. I don't know if you know this. Mm. But then basically, um, Asians, they have higher uncertainty avoidance. So if there's kind of uncertainty, especially like, you know, being a creative arts student, um, parents would tend to be like, oh, you know, like don't, don't go close to that country because your career is not secure. You know, very hard to find a job if you're a creative arts student. So yeah, I felt for the girl. Hmm. Yeah, the same goes for me as well. Like, I think it's safe to assume that when she says arts major, it's con- it, it, it's more related to like liberal arts, creative arts, you know, performance, you know, you're going for acting, you're going for artists, like art, yeah. art, you know, drawings and all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think it's safe to assume that that was the path she was planning to go. And mm. I think... Actually, mm. it, it was in the video itself, she mentioned that um, her course currently is required yeah she is required to like uh, do like video editing uh. yeah so she mentioned that mm, yeah 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 mm. actually video editing is pretty it's, it's quite a lucrative career if you look I mean if you look closely into it like if you have the skills I think it's I think it's quite an, an uh, quite a career where you can easily find a job especially now with everything going digital uh. I mean that's mm. that's my that's my take on it lah uh. But perhaps maybe that time the girl's parents, you know, when they've heard the word arts, you know, the first thing that comes into their mind is drawings or, you know, going on stage, going, you know, acting on Broadway and everything. Lah. So, um, and then um, I was actually kind of struck by the parents' reaction um, because, again, this is, this is not something you like. I'm not surprised, but yeah, at the same time, I'm disappointed that this kind of responses still exist. Like, we are... I mean, everyone, every child has their own um, choice. We are, we are adults. We sort of like um, have the liberty to choose what we want to do. Lah. Especially if that is something we know deep inside us that there is something that we want to pursue. So, but 
for some reason, Asian parents always say like, no, you know, you cannot do this. It's like, if you go for, for this career, who's going to like, who's going to feed the family? You want all of us to starve to death, is it? So it's like, I don't know. Like, to me, I find this is a, an exaggerated reaction. What do you think? Hmm, exaggerated, for sure. But um, maybe, maybe parents think that way because back in their days, you know, um, quote unquote, back in their days, um. Yeah, uh, studying arts is like it really has no future. So maybe their mindset has not changed yet. They think that you know, right now also no future. Hmm. But I mean, technology has advanced, you know, and then the way people perceive arts now is, you know, different. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like yep. things like NFT coming up. You know, people can create like simple art and they can earn money off of it. So I think it just comes from the parents. Um, lack of understanding on the day and age that the, the technological day and age that we are in I think that I think generational gap also plays a role in this because like you mentioned just now maybe our parents were brought up in an era where you know they, it was like kind of sort of like drilled into their heads like you know you must be a lawyer you must be a doctor you know you must you must have a job that earns a lot of money then only you can um, you can, you know, fight your way out of a life of poverty, a life of hardship and everything. Like, I totally, I totally understand that. But um, again, I feel like you have to move on with the times. And even if you don't agree with your child's um, career choice, I, I think, you know, the, the, the best way to actually uh, respond is to, you know, say, honey, um, I know that we don't, I don't really agree with what you plan to do for your future, but I just want you to be happy. I want to see you succeed in life. And to me, I feel that is the greatest encouragement parents can give to their children, whether or not they agree with their career choice or not. Because I feel like, you know, if you destroy your child's sense of self esteem, you force them to do something that uh, you don't, they don't want to do, I think it's quite damaging in the long future. And this reminds me of a time where, you know, I was in uni, and you know, every uni, they have a confessions page one, right, where everyone spills out their deepest, darkest secrets. So there was this story that was um, circling around where a year one engineering student allegedly killed himself by jumping off the the building within the campus. So um so what I heard was that you know you know when those that study engineering they really have a hard time. Like it was like hell on earth for them. Like the assignments were tough, teachers were tough and you know most of these students were pressured by their parents into taking the course when they have zero interest for it. And then you know when this story became viral uh, one of the one, one netizen who claimed to be a friend of the victim actually said that she actually heard this victim crying on the phone to the parents, begging them to, you know, like, get me out of here. Like, I don't want to do engineering. Like, don't force me to do something that I don't love. But, I mean, I may, I'm just speculating, but um, I assume that that fell on deaf ears. So, I think this is kind of tragic, like, I know our parents mean well, they want us to um, succeed in life, but sometimes I feel they go a little bit too far. Lah. 
know, they, they, it's like they are pointing a gun against their child says like, you don't do it, do it or else, you know, and when, when their children don't see a way out, they feel trapped. And then when they feel trapped, they feel hopeless. And then one day they're just going to do something tragic like this poor guy here, you know, he just took his own life because he couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it's pretty sad. And yeah, it's kind of common. Uh. Mm. It's kind of common. Yeah. <sighs> so sad. Mm. I, I'm just trying to think about this from like the parents' point of view. I, I, I try to like think, you know, like why do parents want to um, force it so much on their kids, you know? Because I, I feel like actually if parents give opinion, their opinions on it, and if their child wants to take it or not, uh, that's on the child's decision. But at least the parents did their part in like giving their opinions on it. Lah. But it just gets me thinking, you know, like why do parents want to force, you know, you don't have to force the kid to the point, you know, where the kid has to like, break down in front of you and tell you that this is too hard for me. And then only you realize that, oh, like, I went too far. And then some, you know, like the kid you mentioned to the mm. extent of like taking her own life. <sighs> I just cannot wrap my head around it. Ah. Right, so um, actually, Weird Kaya, we covered this. Uh, we actually wrote an article about this. And as expected, we had we saw a few comments on, on the post as well. Uh. And I would say there were, two, there were two opposing takes on the video itself. On one hand, you have people bashing the girl, saying that, you know, oh, she's such a crybaby, you know, crying over a missing straw, you know, and then some people were saying that, you know, she's, she's unable to handle pressure and she's spoiled because it's like, oh, the parents say, um, yeah, yeah, we don't think it's a good idea for you to, to pursue an arts major, you know, you need to, you know, face reality and stop dreaming. Whereas on the other hand, you, there were some that said that they could understand where the parents were coming from where they really wanted to see their daughter uh, be successful in life, but they somehow executed it in the wrong way. So what is your take on these opposing views? Like, which side, which side would you find yourself slanting more towards? Uh, I would agree with those who say that the parents could have said it better. Yeah. They, I, I mean... I could understand where they are coming from, you know, they being worried, things like that. Sure. But the way that they they told their daughter about it is just not very easy to swallow. Uh. Yeah. So I guess that's why the girl cried as well. So it was it was not like the girl was spoiled spoiled or like a crybaby, but if we are really looking at the kind of words that the parents used, it was actually quite hurtful. So I mean, if it were me, I would cry. So I have very low tolerance to this, like, hurtful words. So if I were her, I would have cried as well. So, I mean, as a parent, yeah, think you have to think about your child's feelings also when you say things like that. Lah. I mean, it's not nice to, to hear from our parents saying that uh, no nobody, uh, I think in the video clip, the mom said that, oh, you're not even pretty, you're so short, like, yeah, oh, because, because um, the mom asked her, like, how are you supposed to like earn a living? Then the, the daughter jokingly said like, oh, I'm marrying a rich man. And then the mom, got, the mom said like, oh, you're not even pretty. You have nothing compared to others, you know? 
if, a, if my parents say that to me, I would feel super hurt, you know. You gave birth to me, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I, I know, right? Yeah, because you're, I mean, she's your own daughter. I mean, you know, to put it in a, in a very blunt manner, yeah. you gave birth to her, you know. You are the one that sort of like, um, quote-unquote, created her and you're calling your own creation <laughs> ugly, like, come on, where is this right. coming from? The mom, yeah, the mom said like, oh, you, are, you have nothing in comparison to others. Wow, that was like, Minus, minus one, you know. Oh, man. You know, yeah, it's like, man, I really don't like this comparison game. It's because it's like, to me, it's, everyone is built differently. Everyone has their own unique side. And I really don't care whether you're my parents, you're my teacher. But, I mean, you, I mean, I'm already here. I'm already in this, on this earth you, uh, you know, living and breathing like any normal human being, you know, whether you like it or not, I am here. And if my parents were to so- say those kind of words to me, man, it's really going to hurt like there's no tomorrow, you know. I, For me, I am a person who is very, um, I would say my, you know, my love language is words of affirmation. Like words really affect me a lot because whenever someone says something to me, I tend to have a tendency of overthinking. Like, you know, I would just, you know, it, it, it just keeps lingering in my mind. Like, okay, why would they say yeah. that? Did I do something wrong? Is it really my problem? You know, and you know, it starts to cloud your own, you know, your sense of self-worth, your, your sense of confidence because you start doubting yourself and you start to let these, um, you know, very, very hurtful comments get into, um, you know, your line of judgment. Uh. And and for those, you know, when I saw the comments saying that, you know, this girl was spoiled, like, and she, that she was unable to handle pressure, like, come on. I don't, for a second, I don't believe that they won't be hurt. Mm. If someone were to, you know, if, if their own parents were to tell them, like, you know, you're useless, you don't have anything, it's like, you, you can't even get married, you know, it's like, it's, it's so demeaning, you know, and, um, I don't know, for me, I feel like this, this, these people need a, reality check mm. you know and they need to learn to be a little bit more compassionate yeah that's how i feel about it like yeah i mean everyone has feelings and we all want to succeed in life it's just that the paths that we take the methods that we we choose to to take are different but that doesn't mean that i cannot i cannot be anything useful in life i don't think that's a very fair um that's a very fair uh, judgment of a person and that person's worth. So yeah, man. And also, so hard to swallow. You, you can't say that to somebody that you you only know based off like a few second video clip because she she uploaded another clip. You know, after she heard this one initial one went viral, and then in that clip she she said lah like um I love my parents. You know, she was having a conversation with her mom, and then. She just like in in the caption. She just said like, "Oh, I love my parents," and like it was not in her intention to, um, sort of like, uh, give their give a bad image on their parents. Uh. so uh, that's why I feel like you know, have some compassion for the girl. Yeah, not just her like Anyone that who is in in the eyes of society taking a unconventional way uh, an unconventional path towards success uh. I think, you know, it gives people a little bit of room to live, to lead their own lives. And, you know, 
be happy for them when they succeed lah. That's that's how I feel about it lah. Yeah. So um okay. So I actually had another question in mind. If you were presented with two choices, choice number one meaning uh being is that you have a well paying job, but you have zero interest in it. Zero ah, that means you 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 can see yourself just slugging away at the job. Or would you rather take a risk at a field that you absolutely love but struggle financially? Which one would you go for? Hmm. Oh, I was asked this question before as well. I will go with the latter. Um. Yeah, I would choose choice number two. I mm, choice number two. I would take the risk, go into the uh, the field that I love, but maybe struggle financially. I think that that is my decision now. Maybe because I don't have. Uh, much commitments, you know. I don't have to pay for car, whatever. I'm still, I'm yeah. I'm still a student, yeah. And mm-hmm. my parents, um, thankfully they provide for me, so I don't have any commitments. I don't have bills to pay. So, right now, my choice would be to work in the field that I'm interested in, yeah. Even though it may mean that I have to struggle financially, but in the future, who knows? If I have kids, I have to buy a house, got a car, things like that. You know, maybe I would. My my decision would be different, but um, the reason why I I chose what I chose is because um I experienced um a patch a, a patch in my life where I was doing something I was not passionate about and I dreaded it every day. Like okay, my studies I I dreaded it every day. I didn't want to wake up to study. So I can't imagine if I had to do that for work, you know. Nine to six every day, you know. So I, I think, mm, for my, for the sake of my own well being, I would choose to do something I am interested in. Yeah, my mental mm. well being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would, I would do the same too. It's just that, um, for me, if someone were to pose me this question and ask me what I would do, I would first of all tell them like I would definitely, um, be willing to take a risk in doing something that. I am very passionate about, but you know, when it comes to the the salary, it may not be as lucrative or as high paying as other jobs are. But my advice would be that you have to practice caution, like mm. you have to consider other factors, like like what you mentioned just now. You don't have a lot if you are young, you don't have any commitments, you don't have a family to feed. Then it is. It will be, I mean, it would say that um, you know, it is still okay if you were to take a leap of faith into a into a career choice that um does not pay well, but it's something you love. But if um you are someone who is married, you have a lot of financial commitments, then you know there comes a time where you just have to take the less favorable road, and you know. Do it for the money, but to me, I feel that make sure that is temporary, lah. Don't make it something that is permanent because, um, at the end of the day, um, your physical and mental well being has to always come first. Mm, yeah. Because if your if your mental health is in tatters, no matter how um how much you earn, it it means nothing at the end of the day because you have lost your passion, you have lost your health and mm. it's almost equivalent like you're a dead person walking so mm. yeah i feel like it's not worth it to sacrifice your 
your mental well being just for the sake of earning the the extra zeros at in your bank account. So mm. uh, if again um, practice caution, but don't make it a permanent thing. Like set a goal for yourself, lah. I think setting goals, setting a life plan, really helps because it sort of like gives you an idea of how to work towards your your passion and how to actually turn it into a career that can actually sustain you and be something that is enjoyable as well. So uh, that's that's what I think about it. So we have come to the end of um, today's episode. So Alicia, thank you so much for being willing to be part of this and to share your own story and personal experience about your secondary school life. I think I've learned quite a bit about you just based on today's conversation. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me as well. Yeah, no problem. You're always welcome to, to join us. Okay, so um, so thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to today's episode. So if you enjoyed um, this um, conversation, you can give it a like or you can follow us on our social media platforms that is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and also Telegram for more trending social media stories and for uh, more compelling life stories such as what you've heard today so take care and we'll see you next time bye bye see you